Hare Krishna, we are so fortunate to have His Grace Shiva's Ras Bihari Prabhu from uh, in Bangalore, India. And Prabhuji Vinayana Tanas on Srimad Bhagavatam 5.10.13. So please take over the call, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Yeah, Hare Krishna. Uh, am I audible? Is this voice better? Ye- yes, Prabhuji, but it's very low. Okay, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm connected through a Bluetooth device. Uh, should I disconnect mm-hmm. the Bluetooth device and just check whether it is fine? Yeah, please check, Prabhuji. I just can- disconnected the Bluetooth. Now, is yeah. my voice better? Yeah, very better. We can hear very, very clearly. Yes, clear, Prabhu. Uh, I can't hear one second. Is my voice better? Yes, Prabhuji. Okay, fine. <clears throat> Hare Krishna. Uh, Hare Krishna. Uh, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. All glories to Sri Guru and Gauranga. Uh, I'm very happy once again after a very long time uh, being with all of you. Uh, if you all remember, I'm not uh, maybe two, three months. There was a gap. And uh, uh, if at all you all know, uh, I got married uh, on February 5th. This is my first uh, uh, class after that. Mm-hmm. So nice Very to see you on the devotion. Congratulations, Prabhuji. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice to see you. Congratulations, too. Thank you. Uh, uh, Hare Krishna. So uh, today we are discussing from Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, this is uh, fifth canto entitled uh, uh, Creative Impetus and this is chapter 10 uh, the discussion between Jad Bharat and Maharaj Rauga. Okay, by the way, uh, you might all might be seeing uh, a participant named Shikha. Uh, she is my uh, wife. Uh, she is also there in the conference. Hare Krishna. Uh, yeah, so we are discussing from Srimad Bhagavatam 5th Canto, 10th uh, chapter, uh, text 13. So I'll just recite the verse uh, and then take the translation and purport and then we will have a discussion. <clears throat> uh, so the uh, verse goes this way. Unmatta matta jadavat swasamsthan gatas Gatasya me vira vira chikit sena artha kian bhavata sikshitena stabda pramatasya cha pishta pesha. I'll try reciting once again. Unmatta matta jadavatsva samsthan gatasya me vira chikit sena. Artha kiyan bhagavato sikshitena stabda pramattasya cha pishta pesha. <coughs> so we'll see what the word meaning. Unmatta is madness. Matta, a drunkard. Jadavat, like a dance. <coughs> Svasamstham, situated <coughs> in my original constitutional position. Gatasya of one who has obtained me of me, Veera, O King, 
चिकित्सितेना बाय युअर चैसाइजमेंट अर्थ द मीनिंग और पर्पस किट हवता बाय यू शिक्षितेना बाय बीइंग इंस्ट्रक्टेड स्तब्ध दल प्रमत्तस्य ऑफ ए क्रेजी मैन चल्सो पिष्ट पेशा लाइक grinding floor <clears throat> translation and purport by sri vangalesh ji bhakti vedanta swami prabhupad you see the translation <clears throat> uh, my dear king you have said you rascal you dull crazy fellow i am going to chastise you and then you will come to your senses in this regard let me say that although i live like a dumb duff del dull deaf and dumb per man i am actually a self realized person what will you gain by punishing me if your calculation is true and i am a madman then your punishment will be like beating a dead horse there will be no effect when a madman is punished he is not cured of his madness we'll see the purport everyone in this material world is working like a madman under certain impressions falsely acquired in the material condition for example a thief who knows that stealing is not good and who knows that it is followed with punishment by a king or by god who has seen that thieves are arrested and punished by the police nonetheless steals again and again he is obsessed with the idea that by stealing he will be happy this is a sign of madness despite repeated punishment the thief cannot give up stealing habit therefore the punishment is useless so we will recite the prayers om agyana timirandhasya gyananjana shalakaya chakshurun militam yena tasmay shri gurave namaha shri chaitanya manobhishtam sthapitam yena bhutale swayam rupakadamahiyam dadati svapadantikam वंदेहम श्री गुरो श्रीयुतापदकमल श्रीगुरून वैष्णवाम्चीपम सागर जात सह गण रघुनाथन्वी तम सजीव साइत सवदूत पिजना सहित कृष्ण चैतन्यदेव श्रीराधाकृष्णपदगणलिताशाखान्वीता नमा ओं विष्णुपदाय कृष्ण प्रेष्टा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवानी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चात्य देश तारिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैता कदाधार श्रीवासादी गौरभक्त वृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा 
So I'll read just the translation and bring in the context of this Bhagavatam, which is a very interesting story, very enlightening a discussion between Jad Bharat and uh, a king called Rahugan. <clears throat> so I'll take the translation once again. My dear king, you have said, you rascal, you dull, crazy fellow, I am going to chastise you and then you will come to your senses. In this regard, let me say that although I live like dull, deaf, and dumb man, I am actually a self-realized person. What will you gain by punishing me? Even if your calculation is true that I am a madman, then your punishment will be like beating a dead horse. There will be no effect. When a madman is punished, he is not cured of his madness. So, <clears throat> whenever I read this section of Srimad Bhagavatam, I, uh, in one sense, feel a great fortune uh, to this king Rahugan. See, uh, to get an association of saintly person is a very rare thing. Uh, a person, uh, a living entity in this conditioned soul, a conditioned soul in this material world can get. Mm, to get an association of a devotee who is very advanced. Mm. So now, uh, this Bharat Maharaj, this is a rebirth, third, uh, third birth of Bharat Maharaj. And... Uh, uh, we uh, we have seen that how uh, Bharat Maharaj in his great advanced stage of his devotional service uh, incidentally uh, falls down and becomes a deer and now in the next life as Jad Bharat uh, he is living up to his full extent of self-realization. Hmm? So he acted in a very dull, duff and dumb manner so that his relatives will discard him. So generally what happens that if you are very intelligent, materially speaking, uh, people uh, will engage uh, such a kind of person in materialistic activities. Mm. So Jad Bharat, uh, or even if sometimes a person just runs away from the house, the people in the house will not allow him to just run away. They will try to catch him and say that, Are, why are you running away and uh, do various things with him. But Jadbhar has acted in such a certain a very different situation so that the family people will discard him and not get back to him also. Mm-hmm. Like when we were discussing one of the other chapters, one devotee asked a question that why Jadbhar has had to act like a very dull and duff and dumb person in front of the relatives. He could have, he is a self-realized person. He could have just ran away. Mm-hmm. But if a person just runs away, it is not so easy. We have seen in our own lives also, many times what happens, a devotee who wishes to join Krishna Conscious Movement, he runs away from the home. But the family people will not leave him if he just runs away. He will, they will again catch him, again give a complaint in the police or do something. Hmm? So Jad Bharat was so intelligent that he did not wanted any of the materialistic association. And he kind of acted in such a way that their family members will never come back. Hmm? So he lived a life of a complete self-realization and he was living in this uh, area of Sauvira. And uh, if I'm not wrong, in the first verse it is mentioned that this Rahugan was the king of a place called Sindhu and Sauvira. 
So I was doing a little bit research on that place, uh, the banks of River Ikshumati, and you know the places where uh, Rahugan was uh, reigning. Hmm. So for me, I cannot have a conclusive scriptural evidence for this, but it seemed like this is a, a northern part of Nepal uh, or a hilly area hmm, where uh, pure river of Gandaki River flows. Hmm. So now this King Rahugan, uh, to speak about his identity, he is a king of a very small kingdom, mm, uh, Shavira, a king of very small kingdom called Shavira. Mm. Seemingly he is a very pious king because it is described that he had set out on his palanquin to go to a place called Kapila Ashram. Mm. So from this we understand that this king was spiritually minded. Uh, he wanted to go and take association or maybe go and meet saintly person. Mm. The king sometimes used to do that uh, just to make sure that in his kingdom he is ruling rightly. Mm. Sometimes a king also used to dress himself like a, a spy or as a completely unknown person. And uh, in that way the king used to uh, no, from him, uh, from uh, or see himself that how uh, uh, he is ruling, whether the citizens are happy or not. Hmm? So in this way, uh, the kings used to rule. So now our uh, king uh, Rahugan is going on a palanquin, and the palanquin uh, carriers uh, seem to have a problem. There were only three parallel carriers and one of them got detained because he was not very well. So then they were told by the king that please go and employ somebody else who can lift my palanquin and I can go to the Kapila Ashram for association of the devotees. So in this uh, search they found this Jad Bharat. They saw him that he is stout, healthy, strong, young man. So he, they just pulled him almost forcibly that you come and help the king in the, uh, in uh, lifting this palanquin and driving this palanquin to the desired destination. So these three kings are actually Shudras. And the other person, Jad Bharat, was a greatly advanced saintly person. So generally a greatly advanced saintly person and Shudras cannot work together. It will have a very great incompatibility if a saintly person and a Shudras do the same job. It's a great incompatibility. So this Jad Bharat was uh, trying to save the ants on the ground while she is walking, whereas other three Shudras were interested in the appraise from the king. If you if we lift the uh, palanquin properly, we will be getting reward from the king. So they are interested in the reward, whereas uh, the self-realized soul, like Jad Bharat, is interested in protecting the lives of ants. That is the reason why he steps two, two steps and then again he checks whether there are ants. So, But this caused great inconvenience to the king. The, the palanquin was not going swiftly. You know, the, imagine if you are sitting in a palanquin, the front people go ahead and the back people don't come, it will try to slip off. Hmm? 
so two three times jet bharat tried to chastise the cha- uh, these carriers hmm? and in the response if we read the initial few verses uh, we can clearly understand the mentality of the shudras hmm? we will see that uh, these shudras immediately re- respond back saying that my dear king please note that we are not at fault hmm? the person the other who person who has being employed now he is at the fault so better chastise him hmm? so <clears throat> uh, uh, as i was mentioning these three palanquin carriers the three palanquin carriers were shudras and this king also was not really spiritually elevated to really understand who this jad bharat was hmm? so generally a very great saintly person will immediately identify another great saintly person hmm? so in the bhagavatam we will see in the seventh canto when uh, a similar instance where prahlad maharaj while being the king of this entire planet he was roaming around in the forest hmm? and uh, he met this uh, great brahmana from whom he had a great spiritual dis- uh, discussion hmm? so just by looking at this saintly person prahlad maharaj understood that this person is a saintly person because prahlad maharaj he himself was a great saintly person mm-hmm. so to identify a great saintly person we ourselves have to be a very greatly elevated people mm-hmm. or when the great saintly person starts speaking at least we should realize what teachings that great saintly person is giving then there is some hope just like in this particular case when jad bhara started speaking to rahugan that is the time when rahugan realized that oh it is a great mistake that i have employed a great saintly self realized person for carrying my palanquin hmm? you we will not see in the future verses uh, that the shudras uh, although they also heard the reply of uh, this jad bharat hmm? they never fell at the feet of jad bharat but only this king rahugan fell at the feet of jad bharat hmm? so when jad bharat started replying this hmm, uh, if you see uh, this is 9 10 11 12 verses where bharat maharaj jad bharat is replying he says that uh, i may take some sections of the translation directly because it is a very uh, enlightening words he says hmm. my dear king and hero whatever you have spoken sarcastically certainly true hmm. all actually these are not simply words of chastisement for the body is the carrier the load carried by the body does not belong to me for i am spirit soul there is no contradiction in your statement because i am different from body i am not the carrier of the palanquin because body is the carrier you have said that i am not stout and strong this is also very true because i am not the body but the soul hmm? the body may be fat or thin but the learned man would say such a thing for a spirit soul hmm? as far as spirit soul is concerned i am neither fat nor skinny therefore you have said i am not very stout is correct and if the object of the journey in this path are leading there were mine there would be many troubles for me but because they don't relate to me or my body there is no trouble at all hmm? then he says fat fatness thinness bodily and mental distress thirst hunger fear disagreement desire for material happiness 
ओल्ड एज स्लीप अट्रैक्शन फॉर मटीरियल पर्सेशन एंगर लैमेंटेशन इल्यूजन आइडेंटिफिकेशन विद बॉडी विद ट्रांसफॉर्मेशन ऑफ द मटीरियल कवरिंग ऑफ द स्पिरिट सोल A person absorbed in material bodily conception is affected by these by, by these things, but I am free from all bodily conception. Hmm? So Jad Bharat was so confidently speaking about this Bhagavatam philosophy of distinction between body and spirit soul. Hmm? So when these uh, things were spoken, uh, when uh, Jad Bharat heard this, uh, he immediately fell off uh, from his uh, uh, palanquin. Hmm? So see, such a great fortune uh, Rahugan had. Hmm? He was going to Kapilashram for a saintly association, but even before he reached uh, Kapilashram, he is having a great saintly person right at his place. Hmm? So sometimes this is a great fortune of Krishna that he arranges that we meet a great saintly person. Hmm? So great saintly persons are not the people whom we can just uh, you know go and meet or buy a ticket and go and see or just have an appointment and me- go and meet. Hmm? To get an say association of great saintly person, one needs a great sukruti, hmm? and that saintly association is recognized by the cherishment which uh, the cherishment which that person has and the enlightenment that person has in that association. Hmm? We see in the life of Narada Muni, when Narada Muni was a very small child in the first canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, when uh, Narada Muni has uh, was serving this Bhakti Vedantas, uh, Bhakti Vedantas fortunately gave him his association, and by serving them, Narada Muni became very greatly elevated. So Narada Muni cherishes that association again and again. We see that when he is describing his life story to Vyasa, he is describing that, you know, because of great saintly association, I advanced in Krishna consciousness. Hmm? So that same great fortune has come to King Rahugan, although Rahugan was not a very, very qualified person. Hmm? So this is what we understand that there is something called as Krishna Kripa. Hmm? Uh, this Rahugan was blessed by the association of Jad Bharat. Hmm? And Jad Bharat, what is he speaking? Hmm? He is neither taking that insult of King Rahugan, hmm? nor he is trying to chastise Rahugan for his mistake of taking him to be an ordinary man. Hmm? If we see the life of Jad Bharat, hmm? we will see that when his father tried to teach him something, Jad Bharat willingly did something opposite. Hmm? And his father also had repeatedly chastised him. Father also had repeatedly chastised him. That, uh, you know, why are you doing wrong? I am trying to teach you something. Why do you do things wrong? But no, Jad Bharat did not respond to such a situation because he knows that he, the person in the context is his father. And generally what happens, sometimes the family members may not uh, take the instructions very seriously. Hmm? Uh, so that's the reason why Jad Bharat uh, decided that, you know, I will not speak philosophy to them. Hmm? You will see in the life of Jad Bharat that when Jad Bharat was taken to be crucified in front of this uh, deity of Goddess Durga, hmm? I believe that section is already completed in this Bhagavatam, the supreme character of Jad Bharat, if I'm not wrong, 
the eighth and ninth chapter describes these all activities of Jad Bharat, who uh, was living like a dull man, and at one point of time, uh, a, a king of Decoits had uh, taken him so that he can be uh, sacrificed in the altar of goddess Durga, Bhadrakali. Hmm? But even at that time, uh, Jad Bharat has not spoken any philosophy to the king of the decoits. Hmm? So even in this situation, we can understand that if Jad Bharat wanted, he could have just continued his acting of dull and dumb. Hmm? But fortunately, I would say that he has chosen that let me speak the philosophy. Hmm? So now, what can we ascertain the reason for this is that there is a qualified a person who can be elevated. Hmm? Saintly person uh, need not speak anytime and anywhere he wants. Hmm? To get an association of saintly person is a fortune as I was telling. So, Jad Bharat saw that Rahugan can be transformed by my teachings. Hmm? Only then Jad Bharat thought, okay, let me speak some philosophy. Hmm? Otherwise, Jad Bharat could have decided that, okay, if I act for some time, Maybe uh, I will get away with him. He may chastise me, he may throw me out, and I'll continue my self realization. Hmm? But Jad Bharat thought, and he saw that this king is little bit sincere because he himself, you know, by, by with a very short interaction of carrying the palanquin of Jad Bharat, uh, this Rahugan, he understood that his destination is Kapilashram. So he felt, oh yes, this is a genuine person. He is doing something for his own life. So let me give instructions to him. Hmm? So when we get these instructions of Srimad Bhagavatam, we should not feel that, uh, oh, uh, you know, it's a, uh, I did something that I am getting this instruction of Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm? It's very great fortune that we are, you know, understanding this philosophy. Hmm? If not for Prabhupada, uh, who else would have spoken this philosophy at a foreign land where people were not even thinking of self-realization? Hmm? So this is a great fortune that we have Srimad Bhagavatam, we have these instructions. Hmm? Imagine Jad Bharat is speaking to Rahugan and this Bhagavatam, this whole conversation would have been unknown to us if Srila Prabhupada would not have taken that effort. Hmm? So what is Jad Bharat speaking? Uh, why is Jad Bharat speaking to Rahugan? Because there is a chance that Rahugan is, will transform his life. Hmm? Jad Bharat Maharaj did not want it to prove his superiority or something hmm? uh, by giving this instruction. He only wanted to benefit uh, populace. The general populace are benefited when they get right instruction about their self-realization. Hmm? So Jad Bharat, uh, we will see uh, in this uh, section, uh, Jad Bharat, uh, when he starts, what happens? Uh, Rahugan, uh, when he realizes this mistake, he falls down at the feet of uh, Jad Bharat, uh, and he uh, offers a very wonderful prayer. Hmm? He says, Naham Vishanke Surarajya Vajran Na Darkas Pishulam Na Yamasya Dandat Na Agni Arka Soma Nilavitta Bhastas Thamke Visham Brahma Kulava Manat. Hmm? 
So Rahul, uh, by speaking this verse, qualifies himself that I am uh, a very uh, uh, I, I did a great mistake. Please enlighten me. He says that I don't fear for any kind of weapon in this world. May that be the weapons of the demigod, Surya. May that be even the, be the punishment of uh, Yamaraj. I don't fear for all these, but I only fear for a great saintly person being offended. Shankhe Bhisham Brahma Kulava Manat. So when he speaks that, that is the time Jadbharat also feels that, okay, now he is repented, he is qualified to get some uh, teachings from Srimad Bhagavatam. And that is the time when he gives uh, the teaching. And surprisingly, when Rahugana, though a very small king, he asks the identity of Jadbharat, that you are such a great saintly person, what are you doing in this forest? You seem to have a great treasure of wealth of knowledge with you. But just by looking at you, I feel it is completely covered. What makes you live in this dense dark forest? And how is it that although there is no proper food here, you still remain hale and healthy in this forest? So that is the time when Jarabhara says that in my past life I was King Bharat. So imagine a very, very small king of some very small state. He offends a king like Alexander who was ruling the entire planet. And imagine Alexander comes to him and he offends him and then he realizes that where Alexander in your where Alexander in your past life, oh, such a great mistake I have done by you know chastising you or punishing you. So, when Jadbharat says, Aham Pura Bharato Nama Raja, so immediately Rahugan could relate. Few years or few, maybe few years back, Bharat was ruling the entire planet. This whole Bharat Varsha was under him. And the same Bharat is now being treated like this. So, same thing Jadbharat tells to King Rahugan that now you are thinking that you are my master and I am your servant and I should act as if now I should serve your order but by the will of providence the situation may change I may become your king and you may become my servant so actually saying this Rahugan or Rahugan or Rahugan's father or somebody might be the servant for Bharat Maharaj himself because Bharat Maharaj was the ruler of entire planet so now by the will of providence I have become your servant and now you are my master, so now please tell me what I can do. Hmm? So in this way, when Rahugana heard this, he was taken aback. Hmm? He was just recollecting what all words I have spoken to him, not realizing who this person is. Hmm? So another lesson for us from this instance is that unless we know a person thoroughly, we should not chastise, we should not demonize a person's uh, identity. Hmm? without knowing. Actually saying what Rahugan has done to Jadbharat, from one point of view it may be true. A Shudra can be chastised by a king. And only when Shudras are chastised by a king is the time when Shudras work properly. If you all have experience of working with a labor class of people or the Shudra class of people, Unless you sit with them, monitor what they are doing, they are, you know, Kamchor. Kamchor, I mean, in Hindi we 
say kamchor i don't know what you call in english they don't want to do work they just want to idle waste time and somehow get money so this is the quality of a shudra he does not utilize his time rather he just while away the time and only when king or a superior man chastises that is the time when shudras work i'm not speaking something new even now we will see that many people who are engaged in a uh, shudra type of work unless we see them monitor them chastise them they don't work hmm? so the king thought maybe this shudra is also like that hmm? so unless i chastise him unless i speak harsh word to him he will not realize and work hard so from one point of two view what king rahogan did was right hmm? but his mistake was that he was not chast- he was chastising a person completely unknown to him hmm? so when a person is completely unknown to us we should not unnecessarily chastise because we don't know what kind of a risk or what kind of a problem or what kind of a reaction that can bring upon on us by doing such a thing hmm? imagine he is a great saintly person uh, uh, and we just chastise him we don't know Mm-hmm. so generally a king can chastise but a king cannot chastise brahmanas king cannot chastise vaishnavas mm-hmm. rather the king can chastise the uh, the brahmanas can chastise the king mm-hmm. or correct the king like in the example of shrimad bhagavatam fourth canto we see that king vena uh, was doing all kinds of abnoxious activities mm-hmm, after becoming the king and the brahmanas out of their uh, genuine concern for king vena they were trying to correct king vena hmm? so in this way the social classes of orders are maintained and in this way you know things are set however uh, for rahugan it was a great fortune hmm? see the thing another lesson from the king rahugan is that okay now you what mistake you have done uh you realized what mistake you have done you correct it mm-hmm. so rahugan when he realized that he has done a mistake of uh chastising this brahmana when uh, jad bharat had realized that i have done a great mistake by chastising uh, rahugan realized this mistake he immediately fell at this feet and he said that please speak the knowledge of self realization hmm? please enlighten me hmm? i was going to kapila ashram for enlightening myself but now that i have got you please uh, don't take my offense hmm? don't uh, take my word seriously and please do correct me please enlighten me hmm? and we understand what great philosophy jad bharat has spoken in this whole entire chapter called forest of material enjoyment in which jad bharat explains with so many allegories of how this material world is a place of uh, great entanglement even uh, uh, it is so very difficult to come out of this uh, forest as good as uh, in the dense dark forest if a person enters what are the chances that he will come out of this forest is very very rare so jad bharat teaches us this lesson that uh, we should be uh, uh, preserved and we should speak to the people who are very very qualified 
and and at the same time the one of the very important lesson from jad bharat is that re, he is ready to do whatever is needed to preserve my krishna so uh i'll just summarize what we all discussed and the lessons that we learned from this section uh firstly uh, to get an association of great saintly person is a great fortune hmm? uh whenever we get an association of great saintly person we should value it and we should uh while away uh, the association of the great saintly persons that we get next is uh 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 another lesson what i was talking is a great saintly person and shudras working together is an incompatible situation hmm? we should never uh, equate a great saintly person to a person who is not trained at all to work together it will create problem hmm? it is not a, a, a palatable situation for saintly person to work with them next thing sorry uh, i got a call am i audible now hare krishna yes yes prabhu sorry i was just summarizing the lessons which we we are uh, learning from this section uh, first lesson was that uh, association of great saintly person is a very rare fortune second thing is great saintly persons and uh, lower class shudras cannot work together uh, the next lesson what we were discussing uh, from this is that <clears throat> a king has a right to chastise his subjects whom we don't know unless we know the person who is really at fault and only then is the time when should we should chastise a person so whenever we are chastising a person we should see few uh, checkers whether it is fitting or not uh sorry so whenever we are chastising uh, anybody we should check uh, whether the person whom we are chastising do we know him rightly or not is he has he really done a mistake hmm? and the third thing is that when whenever we are chastising a person are we doing it for his benefit or are we doing is to just establish a superiority hmm? so in this way whenever we are chastising we should know uh for what we are chastising are we qualified to chastise him and of course chastisement should come uh from uh, a person who is a leader like a father can chastise his son a guru can chastise his disciple a king can chastise his subject hmm? so this has to be understood uh, about chastisement hmm? next thing is uh, as a devotees uh, we should speak about our krishna consciousness only when we see that a person is receptive hmm? uh 
there is a ninth offense of the holy name which says that to uh, ninth offense is to instruct a faithless person about the glories of the holy name hmm? so in our preaching also we should see uh, we should make distinction that if somebody is very envious of krishna or not really qualified to get uh, spiritual instruction we should not give them spiritual instructions of that level hmm? in kaliyuga because most of the people most of the population is shudras they cannot understand spiritual knowledge so much that is the reason why the holy name and chaitanya mahaprabhu have descended and said just take holy name that is sufficient this spiritual instruction of body distinction bhagavat vedanta sutra philosophy is for very elevated people so that is another thing and another lesson from the jad bharat is that uh we should try to uh, we should try to do whatever is needed to preserve our krishna consciousness may that be even if our family members are not conducive or a particular situation in our life is not conducive we should be very careful that we protect our krishna consciousness just like jada bharat also realized his mistake that you know i did some mistake in my previous life because of which i lost the chance of liberation in this life and jada bharat showed all that seriousness in executing krishna consciousness so we as devotees also should realize the mistake what jad bharat has done and we should not do hmm? so uh, uh, there is a saying that a person who learns from others mistake is a person who is actually a great uh, uh, one who is very medhavi hmm? a person naturally generally what happens those who are not in krishna consciousness they l- don't learn from their own mistakes they again do same mistakes just like prabhupada was telling a thief will keep on doing mistakes because he is a gone case he won't change but average krishna conscious people hmm, they generally learn from their own mistakes hmm, but a person who learns from others mistake is truly elevated because he does not have to do that mistake to realize that that is my mistake hmm. so at least a person who is sincere in krishna consciousness learns from his own mistakes so this is the lesson from jad bharat and the same thing is been reflected in the life of uh uh in the life of uh uh rahugan because he did a mistake of misidentifying jad bharat but now that he has identified jad bharat who he is he is doing his rectification very wonderfully he is stepping down from the palanquin he is paying obeisances to jad bharat and requesting him please instruct me So thank you all very much at this stage if somebody some devotees have questions they can please ask because we i believe we have 10 15 minutes of time 550 we have time so please ask questions hare krishna hare krishna prabhu ji nandot pranam shilpapat ki jai guru maharaj ki jai wonderful class prabhu thank you so much for enlightening us in the morning there so many nice points you spoke on spruji one of the point uh, uh point to take out you mentioned is shudras and the learned person cannot work together uh, we in a uh, philosophy of bhagavad gita is we are not body we are soul and on that principle we consider everyone equal but why they cannot work together okay. fine uh work together in the sense 
like for example when we speak about a varnashram system uh, shudras work at shudras level like krishna also tells in bhagavad gita for brahmanas there is different qualities different activities he says in 18th chapter satyam dhamas tamas shaucham shantim arjavam evacha jnana vigyanam astikyam brahma karma swabhavam because brahmanas have different guna and karma pravritti they work in a certain different way similarly kshatriyas have different guna and karma pravritti they work in a different way they are they are separated same thing with vaishyas same thing with shudras so now if if we tell that brahmanas and shudras work on a same activity like for example in this the palanquin carrying uh, three people were shudras one was brahmana jadbharat so their calculation is different these three Bra- these three shudras wanted money out of their work whereas a brahmana does not need a money out of the work so you will see even if the same activity is done by brahmana the result and the consciousness is different the same thing is done by a shudra the result and consciousness is different so how they can work together is that the brahmanas instruct the shudras then the shudras work but you cannot make the brahmana also work along with the shudras it is not i mean it is uh, it is incompatible the the thing is they will fight with each other fight with each other or there is no desired outcome that will come like for example you tell a brahmana that you do a job of a vaishya a vaishya when he does business he tells lies like for example you go to a vegetable shop or say any grocery shop or any shop you go and tell that you know how much this commodity charges the vaishya will say it is 500 rupees then the person will say bargain no do your uh, uh, pricing it high then it is no my uh, buying rate is 450 rupees i am just taking 50 rupees and i am selling it for 500 rupees then they bargain bargain and say imagine they strike a deal at 460 and they buy and goes hmm? but the actual price which the person who has bought might be 300 rupees he will lie and tell it is 450 rupees but you make a brahmana do the business of vaishya he will honestly tell brahmana will say are mai 300 mein kharida hmm? then he will say are 300 mein kharida why you are selling at 500 he can't do a brahmana cannot do the job of vaishya So in this way, there will be incompatibility. Hmm? Imagine all the you know you go to a business market also. They standardize the price, saying that this is the price for this commodity. And you put a brahmana into that work. A brahmana, if he honestly tells out the reality of what happens in business, how much margins he is putting, it will kill the whole show of market. Hmm? So the whole business of uh, uh shares and everything runs on lies hmm? to tell a lie that my company is big it has a big value for share a brahmana cannot do that so that's why a brahmana cannot work like a vaishya or like a shudra so they cannot work hmm? so you you try working like that uh, just like for example uh, a company has a ceo of a company hmm? and in the same company there are uh, what do you say uh sweepers also if you tell the sweeper of the same person and the ceo of the company you both do some work together it is very incompatible hmm? so i just gave an example of consciousness a brahmana who is a very elevated person he will not consider his body hmm, as a doer 
he will whereas shudra think that they are the doers there will be incompatibility so that is the reason why krishna has categorized work and divisions of areas for different people according to their different classes is it okay prabhu yes prabhu yes okay so we have the understanding of you know we are not body we are soul according to the these differences of everyone's has the different uh, level of consciousness consciousness yeah thank you prabhu yeah that's why uh, dr krishna has said uh, swadharma nidanam shreya paradharma bhayavah yeah yeah so uh, this uh, this teaching of krishna that the your own occupation duty is better for you than to do another's occupation duty because when you do another person's occupation duty you are not at that consciousness level hmm? yes like for example a shudra is suddenly made as a vaishya hmm? and he told that you know you sell something he will instead of selling he will try to steal from his own shop so paradharma bhayavah means do not accept uh, another works for which you are not qualified mm-hmm. i generally this give this example that uh, in the modern scenario also we see so many times that a person has gone to hospital and his kidney is stolen right his kidney is stolen and the uh, doctor and the hospital are doing business on kidney selling kidney or something so although seemingly they have acquired the role of a vaidya or a t- uh, or a doctor but in consciousness wise they are still vaishyas even in treatment they want money they want to steal the uh, vaishyas or shudras so although we may say that oh they are qualified doctors but they are not qualified doctors because they have not elevated their consciousness that when you become vaidya we are supposed to treat for their benefit and we are not supposed to make money out of that but tell me in this modern scenario modern social life who is really a doctor who does his duty to benefit a person from his suffering he does that because he wants money so that's why there are different classes of people and if you do your own duty rightly then there is a chance that you don't do it wrong okay Hare Krishna Hare Krishna yeah thank you is there any more questions Hare Krishna Prabhu ji I don't have any question but thank you so much for coming and uh, for your valuable time and so nice class Prabhu ji Hare Krishna thank you if there are no questions probably we can close this call that's all Prabhu ji vancha kalpatanjaya kripa sindhu vancha patitanam pavanityo